Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Life on the Whole. We have a post on our Facebook page that simply says, Prayer Warrior, that's me. That's it. That's the post. But that one little post lit a fire in me. I'm telling you, I wanted to pray. All day, I just wanted to pray. I wanted to talk to God. I truly believe that I am a prayer warrior and that God wants me to pray. But I thought, had I really been in the prayer room? Had I really been going at it? Well, let's talk about it. Life on the whole starts right now. your host, Lakeitha Lynette, and today I want to take some time out for prayer. Prayer is so very important in so many ways because for one, it is direct communication with God. We talked about this in another episode, how prayer is communication between you and God. Prayer is vital. It's vital to our spiritual lives. Where are my medical people? You know, in healthcare, we check vital signs, blood pressure, heart rate, temperature. Those numbers give us a measurement of what's going on inside the body. Well, get this. We are about to check some vital signs. Yes, some spiritual vital signs. We are going to assess ourselves as a nurse. And y'all know, or maybe you don't know, but I am a nurse. So as a nurse, I pay attention to blood pressures, especially blood pressures that are out of whack. You know, too low of a blood pressure can cause you to be dizzy and even pass out. And on the opposite side of the spectrum, too high of a blood pressure is not good either. Our bodies are constantly working to be balanced. Now, last episode, I was talking about meditating on God's word to have peace. We talked about giving our cares to God, casting that anxiety over to him, how God doesn't want us to be anxious, worried, fearful. Still, sometimes we are anxious, we are worried, and yes, sometimes we are fearful. The Bible talks about always praying and not giving up in Luke chapter 18. I think we've talked about this verse too, how Jesus is telling the disciples they should always pray and not faint. Now, we know Jesus didn't mean literally always pray, right? God knows you have a life to live and you are not always in constant prayer, but... 
What was it that was going on in Luke chapter 18? Now, before I say that, let me say this. God brought all of this lesson together so beautifully for me. Y'all know I love to learn and study the Bible. I just felt so connected as I was studying this. I just, I thank God for his love and affection. I thank him for hearing me. God hears us. He does hear us. He sees us and he listens to our most intimate thoughts and heart's desires. I had a straight talk with God today. I did. Because <laughs> if you can't go to God and be real, I mean, what else can you do? Be fake? I mean, he is God. He knows you. Are you going to lie, withhold? Are you going to try to come at him in a different kind of way? I mean, we try it, but God knows us. He does. Remember, your prayer is your communication with God. It's yours. You don't have to talk fancy. You don't have to try and be someone else. You don't have to pray like Sister Tina or Brother Ryan. But you do need to be real. You do need to be honest. You just just be yourself. I went to a deep place in my heart. I mean, I was home alone and I was just talking out loud to God. No holes barred. And when I say no holes barred, I mean, I put my own rules away. You know how we do sometimes. Sometimes we restrict what we really want to say to God or we come to him trying to act like we have things already handled. Like we got everything together and we just maybe we just need a little help, you know, or maybe that's just me. That's my experience. I've done that. But you know, I thank God over the years I have had some growth and I can um, go through things and have enough faith to do this and do that. But today I was in childlike form. Today I was raw. I went before God in thanksgiving and respect as always. But I'm telling you, I opened my mouth and my heart I let God know that things were troubling my heart deep down, deep down. It was an intimate moment. I know God already knows our hearts. He knows us better than we know ourselves. But I think saying something out loud is a way to own it and acknowledge it. We're not really informing God of anything when we do that. Merely just being honest with ourselves. It's like when God asks a question. The answer is really for us, not for him, because he already knows, you know? This time, I just appeal to God, the Father, to love me and see me in a way that a father sees his daughter in need and comes to her rescue. I felt God's love all throughout the day. God addressed my heart's hurt. He addressed my heart's desires. And he let me know that he sees me. He let me know that he sees me. The very things that I think are not seen, he sees them. So it filled me up to be able to communicate, to pray to God my concerns and 
my feelings. And it was like God did a vital sign check on me in addressing my hurt, my desires, even my thoughts. God was checking me. He was checking me out, you know, and he let me know, hey, you are out of balance. You, <laughs> you're out of balance. Your heart rate is out of range. Your prayer pressure is too low. He said, Keitha, you around here about to pass out because your prayer pressure is too low. I was like, too low? But, you know, I... I talk to God every day. I pray every day. How is my prayer pressure too low? And God answered me straight up. He said, yeah, you talk to me every day. You pray every day, but it's the quality of your prayer. Mm. He said, you need to spend more time with me. You need to get back to saturating yourself with me. That's the kind of prayer time you need. It's required for you to be able to do what you need to do. It's required for your spiritual health. And I started to remember my prayer time and how my prayer time used to be. I had this set aside prayer time. I was consistently praying every morning. And during this time... I mean, I worshiped God. I listened to worship music. I talked to God. I cast those cares on him. But I also listened to hear from him for guidance, for support, for wisdom. And remember in Romans 8 verse 26, the Bible lets us know the Holy Spirit prays for us. He intercedes. So that's all the more reason to have prayer time good quality prayer time not just a few requests on your drive to work not just a good morning god thank you for waking me up and then you go on about your day you know i i thought about it and i started to remember how after my prayer i would feel lighter and refreshed and those intimate prayer times would build me up that's why Jesus told the disciples to always pray and not faint. That, it just leads me to believe that when you're not always praying, you will faint. Then it all makes sense to me. I had a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had a diagnosis. Low prayer pressure. Low prayer pressure. That was it. That's why I've been running around crying and feeling like the weight of the world is on my shoulders, feeling like my purpose wasn't purposing, about to smooth pass out. I would say feeling like God had forgotten me, but I know better than that. I know <laughs> God didn't forget me, but there were times that I felt alone. I'll say that, but I knew I wasn't alone because God is always with me. God is always with you. So never believe that you are alone, no matter what you feel like. God is always with you. Now, remember, we know always pray does not mean constantly here, but regularly. And I would say not just regularly, but intimately. Give time for that closeness to God. Your spirit needs it. 
you know, sometimes I go back home to my dad's house and we hang out. My brother come over. We um, just have family time. We might share a meal. We might go fishing. We might just hang out and watch TV and talk. Uh, sometimes we play Uno and we just have fun and spend time together. And always when I leave, I just feel refreshed and energized. I feel renewed and full. And that's how it is after you spend time with God, even more so. So all of this lesson just was coming together as I studied this. I remember that Luke, who actually wrote the book of Luke, was a physician. A doctor, y'all. A doctor. <laughs> God knows I relate to medicine and look at him taking me to the very book written by a doctor. I believe because Luke was a doctor, he had a special perspective of Jesus's ministry. I think he was able to show the healing side of God, the nurturing side of the gospel. And in reading this, it made me feel like God was saying, let me heal your heart. God embraced me as a father to a daughter. He let me cry my tears and he let me tell him what hurt. And then he went into healer mode and he healed my heart. He mended my heart. When we look at Luke chapter 18, Jesus is telling the disciples a parable about a persistent widow woman. He begins by telling them to always pray and never give up. So let's get some context. We've said that Luke is the author. In fact, this is the gospel according to Luke. Luke is writing to a man named Theophilus, telling him about Jesus. He is doing his part to spread the good news and really to sow these last seeds to get Theophilus into the faith. And on this account in chapter 18, Dr. Luke is talking about this parable Jesus had told the disciples. Apparently, this widow woman had an injustice. Someone had done her wrong. She went to the judge to state her case and nothing was being done about it. Um, now, the Bible tells us that this judge is an unjust judge and he didn't believe in God and this widow woman is persistently going to this judge about her case and to plead for justice so finally the Bible says after a while this judge grows tired of this widow woman she is consistently consistently going to him and he's tired of her he doesn't really care he was not a believer but he was annoyed he was annoyed with her consistency and so he said you know let me get justice for her let me grant her this request let me work on her behalf and this is where god shows up jesus said listen listen to this unjust judge he is bringing justice for this woman whom he doesn't care for doesn't believe in her god is unjust himself but he is doing right by this woman because she is persistent now i got to thinking what is it to be consistent and what is it to be persistent sometimes we use those words interchangeably 
how are how are they you know are they the same or what which they're not so i'm telling you god was breaking this thing down to me so clearly and i was just getting so full of knowledge and revelation doing my study so consistent means to do something the same way every time consistent persistent means you continue to do something you continue to do it even when it's a struggle even when you don't feel like it even when you are not getting results even when it seems you are going unnoticed persistent you keep going on and i think we need to be both in our prayer lives now here's our self-assessment remember we were going to check our vital signs right check our spiritual health <laughs> we need to be consistent but are we we need to go to god the same way every time we need to come before his presence with thanksgiving we need to show him the utmost respect we need to talk to him and be honest but we also need to listen we need to expect that God hears us when we talk to him and that he will move on our behalf. Remember, we need to go boldly to the throne, boldly to the throne. We need to present to God like this every time, consistence. But we also need to persistently, consistently pray. Did y'all get that? We need to pray when it hurts we need to pray in the ups and the downs we need to keep going to god no matter what put your case before god tell him how you feel tell him what's in your heart be persistent keep going jesus was saying if this unjust judge was moved by this woman's consistency and persistency, how much more will God? This judge, he did not give one iota about this lady, but in the end, he made it his business to get justice for her. Well, then how much more than God? When God loves you, when you are his child, you don't think your persistency will move God? I'm telling you, it will. Now, Let's get back to low blood pressure. I'm kind of laughing to myself because it's just amazing how God relates this information to me, knowing I have a medical background and I can just see, see it so clearly. The low blood pressure. Low blood pressure has some signs. Dizziness, weakness, feeling faint. Now that's physical, but let's look at our spiritual health. Spiritual weakness, spiritually faint, depression, hopeless, low prayer pressure. Low prayer pressure has some signs. Can you see the connection? Are y'all with me? <laughs> so, if you find yourself feeling faint, feeling hopeless, feeling like you're not getting results, feeling like your purpose is not purposing, check your prayer pressure. It could be that you have lost some prayer consistency and persistency. 
Let us be reminded by this widow woman that persistence is key. So as we think about prayer, let us go to God consistently with persistence. Amen. And that's it. That's what I have for you today. Now, there are a lot of nuggets packed in here. And really, I could go on and pull out some more stuff from this study, but I don't want to keep y'all too long. (laughs) This show is supposed to be, you know, give you the word, go through it, pray, and go. Then as the time goes, you can meditate on it throughout the day. You can come back to it and listen again. So not too long and not too short. That's life on the whole for you. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We we come before your presence with thanksgiving and open hearts. We thank you for being a fatherly God. A God who is looking out for our well-being and can heal our broken hearts. Can take away our heart, heart hurt. Can remove our pain. Thank you for being a faithful God. Faithful to your word and to the work of of the word in us. I am personally thankful for life on the whole and the desire you've given me to study your word and to not only study it, but to be able to share what I've learned with others. I pray that you speak to the hearts of those listening. I pray that you move in the lives of every listener. You know their hearts, God, and you know their needs. You know their purpose and their path. Your word says that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. I pray that for those who feel under attack, you remember that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I pray for those who feel they are not seen. I pray for those who feel the work they are doing is going unnoticed. Maybe there are others out there like me who just sometimes feel overwhelmed and are trying to care and give from an empty cup. I pray that they persistently go to you, God. I pray that you fill their cup every time they come before you. I pray that you saturate your presence in their spirit and in their lives, God, so that they can be the light of the world, so that they can shine bright when they are on their job, so that every time they persistently go to you, God, you can take away anxiety, you can take away worry, you can take away fear, you can take away pain, you can relieve stress, God, you can wash it away. You can wash it away, God. That's what happens when we don't persistently go to God in prayer. When we don't persistently be in the presence of God. We let things pile up in our spirit, pile up in our minds that weigh us down. That cause us to feel depressed and hopeless. That carry on those negative feelings on and on and on. But God, I pray that as I have learned and As I have been reminded to persistently go to you in prayer, that every listener will persistently pursue you, persistently go to you in prayer, persistently read your word and study your word, persistently speak your word over their lives, God, in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Yes, God. I lift each and every person listening before you. I stand in the gap 
for them. I pray that you write those injustices in the lives of those listening. I announce your word that they are more than conquerors, that they have new mercies today, that your blessings are chasing them down, that nothing can separate them from your love, that you've heard their prayers, that you will finish the work you've started in them. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for finishing the work that you've started in them for the promise for your word that says you will finish the work you've started in them. That they shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that they will bring forth fruit in its due season, that they will not wither and whatever they do shall prosper. It is so in Jesus name. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Man, a man, and a man. Well, it has been my pleasure, my pleasure to journey through the word with you today. Remember, our life on the whole guarantee is that we will send a Bible free of charge to anyone who asks for it. Just email me at life on the whole at yahoo.com. Let me know you want a Bible and I will respond. No strings attached. Email me anytime just to share your testimony or to let me know your thoughts of the show. Whatever it is that you want to say, I'm always just a message away. (laughs) I like to just remind people that I'm always a message away. Email me at lifeonthewhole at yahoo.com. Don't forget to like and share our Facebook page, Life on the Whole. We promise to bless your timeline with positive affirmations, inspiration, and of course, we share the word of God. Remember, when you share our posts, you are blessing your friend's timeline as well, and that helps to spread the good news. Just like Dr. Luke, you are sharing the gospel according to how you see it. Share your testimony and the goodness of God with others. Oh, and yes, we have a new group on our um, Life on the Whole page. It's called Growing Up Church. Check it out and join if you like. It's just another place to gather and support and uplift each other. We need positivity. We need inspiration. We need God's word and we need fellowship. It's good to band together with people of faith. Amen. So your affirmation for this week comes from the gospel of Dr. Luke chapter 18. I am consistently and persistently going to God in prayer. Amen. Be well, my friends. I'll see you next time right here on Life on the Whole. God bless you.